0: This is the Mailbox Money Podcast, and I am Bronson Hill. As a busy professional, I wrestled with how to grow my income without taking up more of my precious time. I learned that managing real estate, actively trading stocks, or being unable to scale up investments is not passive investing. This is the place where you'll discover new asset classes, develop investing skills, and learn from experts how to become financially free with less work than you thought possible. And now, get ready for Truly Passive Income. All right, so I'm super excited for this interview. I have my friend, Rod Khalif, here with me, who is a well-known educator in the multifamily space, has had over 2,000 properties, has a great podcast with 13 million downloads, has written a book, done a lot of things. He also has a organization that has helped 120,000 children and families in need. So, Rod, welcome. How are you today? Oh, good,
1: good. I need to update that bio. It's fifteen million, and it's one hundred and thirty thousand <sighs> kids. But uh, who's counting? But anyway, oh, now thanks for having me on the show, Bronson. It's great to see you again, brother.
0: Good to see you, man. Well, I, I just got to say, I really every time I see you, man, you always, um, you know, you are you are the mindset guy. You're like the Tony Robbins of the multifamily space, which I love, <laughs> and I know that you just and, and I feel as well. About ninety percent of success in business or in real estate, whatever it is just having the right mindset. So I want to go into real quick to a story that you that happened in your life. So two thousand eight, two thousand nine, you had a portfolio, you had a huge house at the beach, you had you know this, and you you had a, a moment where you, where you basically lost everything, and you were able to bounce back from that. Can you take us into that and kind of the mindset, what happened in that moment uh, when you realized you were going to lose everything, and kind of how you got yourself. Yeah, back if you don't you
1: mind, I'm going to go back a lot further because sure. I think it'll it'll add credibility and framework to to what you asked. So uh, I'm an immigrant, uh, born in the Netherlands. You know, think wooden shoes and windmills, and immigrated when I was six with my brother Albert, my mother's venture. Uh, we ended up in Denver, and we really struggled initially. Uh, in fact, uh, I remember we shopped at an expired food store. Believe it or not, they had that. We shopped at a, uh, uh, and we and I uh, drank pow- powdered milk with our cereal every morning because it was cheaper than real milk and trust me it sounds better than it is and you know I wore clothes hand-me-down clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till finally I said screw it and I lied about my age when I was 14 and got a job at Burger King flipping burgers because I was tall and uh, and so I could buy my own clothes and then ultimately buy a car um, and I'm sure you've got listeners had it harder than I did in the past or maybe even have it harder now they said we're up to two million layoffs at this point point. Um, and and And, you know, what I will tell you back then, I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So, she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And she was a bit of an entrepreneur with her babysitting money. So, she invested in the stock market successfully and IPOs. And she also invested in real estate. Well, her first real estate acquisition was the house right across the street from us from a family named the Jewels uh, that she uh, uh, paid uh, about $30,000 for. And then when... uh, uh, about when I was 14. And then when I was 17, she told me she'd made um, uh, $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up in value $20,000. And I'm like, what? You made 20 grand? You didn't do anything? <laughs> and I said, screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So, I uh, I went and got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, which you could do back then with education. They got smart. Now, you need some experience to be a broker. But I could have my own office uh, uh, and and But I was still living at home and I was smart enough to go work for another broker. But my first year in real estate, I maybe made about eight grand. My second year, maybe around 10 grand. This is 1978 and 79. But in 1980, my third year, I made over $100,000, which back then was some pretty decent change. And so what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy. uh, I was dating his daughter, actually. And he's the broker I went and worked with. His name was Gino. And he taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology. And like you said, how it's 80 to 90% of your success in anything. And fast forward to today, you know, I've owned uh, 2,000 houses that I've rented long term. I own thousands of apartment units now. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might say, wow, I said wow. And I thought I was a freaking real estate god. My head got so big, I could barely fit it through a door. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe might give you a nice little smack, you know, get you down to reality. Well, that was 2008 and 9. I lost $50 million in 2008 and 9 and so what i'm known for talking about on my podcast and you know my boot camps is really the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place and and then the mindset it took you know to recover from that and 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 maybe as importantly or more importantly And so I'm happy to drill down on that with you a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I want to touch base on that because I I personally believe about 90% of life is just having the right mindset. It's the psychology around it, right? Maybe 10, 20% is just just actually, what do I need to do? And so let's talk about that a little bit. How did you, you know, coming from a family, you didn't have money. A lot of people think that, oh, I've got to be from a family that has money, which it turns out about 90% of millionaires are self-made. So a lot of times they find a way to find the mindset. So how did you Kind of over the years, or even like get to a place where you felt worthy of, hey, I'm, you know, I I could have, be a high net worth person, or I I could do this myself, or I could believe in myself enough to get there.
1: You know, the the number one thing is is getting clear on what it is you want and why you want it. So, like for example, if you come to one of my boot camps. One of the first things we do is is goal setting and I call it goal setting on steroids because, you know, how do you get anything if you don't know what it is that you want? And so, you know, that was one of the first things I did was reassociate with what it is that I wanted and why I wanted it. So, yeah, you have to create what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls a burning desire. You got to want it. Okay. And that's how you push through, you know, fear. That's how you push through limiting beliefs that you might have. Or that's how you get uncomfortable. You know, the comfort zone's a nice warm place and we all know nothing freaking grows there, right? And so let's talk about limiting beliefs for a minute. You know, when I was um, six years old, I got thrown into school here in Denver. Didn't speak English. Discovered bullies for the first time. I got my butt kicked occasionally. Hadn't learned to fight back yet. And then my mom, proud Dutch woman that she was, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes. And those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest (laughs) for show and tell. So I got my butt kicked again. And then, and then you know, uh, some of the bullies lived at the end of our street and she would chase them off with a fly swatter. So the next day, butt kicking. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. You know, I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? And so, you know, a lot of people have these limiting beliefs. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not analytical enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. You know, there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS because 99% of them are BS, but we believe them. And so, you know, if you have one of those, I would encourage you to drag it out into the daylight if you're aware of it and just look at it with your adult rational mind and recognize that it's BS, okay? Because because they, they are, and so um, and so again, you've got to have that burning desire. And by the way, like I said, I do a goal setting workshop at my boot at my boot camps, but and I'll tell you I'll, if you don't mind, I'll mention a boot camp here in a minute that I'm having um in January, but I did I do that goal setting workshop every New Year's Day and if you click on my QR code there you can it's at the bottom of that or if you're listening in your car if you text the word links to 72345 it's is or go to rodslinks.com at the bottom is my goal setting workshop here's the thing you know people spend more time Planning a birthday party than they do designing their lives. And that's designing your life. And you know, there's a guide you can download. It's professionally done. You know, I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I just want to add value. And in fact, have your spouse do it. Have your kids, if they're over 10 years old, do it, you know, because it's so absolutely important. So again, text links to 72345 or go to rodslinks.com and it's at the bottom there. You should absolutely do it. Now, once you've done that and you know what it is you want and why you want it, then you've got to make a decision. And the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. See, it's not dipping your toe in the water. It's not putting one foot in and one foot out. It's done. When you make that decision, it is freaking done. And and you know, and and an, a great analogy for a real decision would be, or a metaphor would be to, to you know, if you're going to attack the island in battle, you're burning your ships because you're taking their ships home. That's a decision. It is freaking done. And then once you've made that decision, you've got 100 percent commitment and. And once you're committed like that, you're like a train on a track. Now, if you're just interested, you're going to get knocked off track. See, motivation will get you started, but that commitment is what's going to bring you home. And so, you know, and then once you have that 100% commitment, you have 100% responsibility um, and 100% ownership, success is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, create that burning desire by doing your goals, make a decision, and then you have to take the first step. And that first step can be the scariest step of your life sometimes, you know, um, like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You take that first step in faith and the next step will be revealed, you know, and I know you have a lot of analytical listeners and, and you know who you are. Those of you listening and how, you know how you have to check off every single box before you make a decision. Well, I'm going to tell you you know, just recognize that a great metaphor for this would be driving across the U.S. at night, okay? Your headlights only seeing 50 feet in front of you. Now, you know you'll make it. You know other people have made it. You may have some obstacles, whatever, but you know you can do it. It's the same way with any goal or outcome that you're hoping to achieve. You know, Lao Tzu said, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. But here's the thing you don't want any regrets. Okay. And, and if you don't take that action and, you know, unless you're, you know, if, 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 if you've got to make a change and you've got to make a decision and take a step, unless you're absolutely thrilled where your life is right now, don't be in the same place a year from now. Like I said, unless you're absolutely thrilled, this life's not a dress rehearsal. So no regrets. You know, there was a a nurse in Australia named Bronnie Ware, Okay. She's a hospice nurse.
0: And I have regrets of the dying. Yeah, That's right. That's right.
1: You know, and the top regret was not, not living my own life, living someone else's life. She, she she was a hospice nurse. She asked him, you know, do you have any regrets? She asked her patients. And, and, and so, you know, guys, I can't think of anything worse than that. Um, You know, don't fear failure. Okay. We fail our way to success. Okay. And, 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 and I'll tell you, I got to meet the uh, billionaire owner of Spanx, um, you know, Sarah Blakely, the, the, the uh you know the women's undergarments that hold everything together and and she told me at a mastermind that we belonged at that we were both members at that her dad used to ask her and her um and her brother once a week what have you failed at this week and Mm -hmm. I thought what an awesome freaking question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure right so um the next thing, and I, I'll keep, going. I've got a few more here, but you stop me anytime. Ask yeah, questions. Yeah, well, I, I just,
0: I want to say, um, you know, yeah. again, I think for everyone that, you know, Tony Robbins has this quote, he says, it's in your moments of decision that your destiny, your destiny is destiny. shaped. That's right. And it's like, right. when you actually decide, when I decided that I'm going to leave my job in three years, like I I actually started to live consistent with that. There wasn't a double mindedness, right? It was like, I, I committed to do it. And then what happened is everything started to change. Like I, I made those mm-hmm. connections. I started to meet the right people and I sh- I'd show up in a way that as I'm this person. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we don't, we're not intentional like that. And so our lives mm-hmm. doesn't, or they don't change. And so I think when I turned 40, I'm 42 now, when I turned 40, I was like, I kind of had that thing of like, man, I want, I, I want to, I don't want to be seven or 80 years old and be like, I wish I had tried like the regrets of the diet. I wish I had actually gone after my dreams. I want to at least lay it out, out there. I may fail but I'm going to at least put it all out there and try. And I've realized like, man, it sure gets really exciting when you actually live that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that's, 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 that's the whole, that's a great um, description of what a lot of people do. They'll just dip their toe in the water and they're not fully in. So they're not congruent. See, you made the decision. It was done. You were congruent. So that's how you showed up. And that's why that's so absolutely critical. The next thing is focus, okay? Focus is power. You know, Tony, you obviously have spent some time with Tony as well. And, and and you know, where focus goes, energy flows is another one of Tony's quotes, okay? Incredible focus equals incredible success. And honestly, whatever you focus on gets larger. And and we're going to talk about this. We're heading into the soup here, okay? The, you know what's going to hit the fan. It's going to get ugly. People, you know, some people are, 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 are all bullish and say, oh, it's not going to be that bad. I think it's going to be pretty bad. And uh, Jamie, Diamond just said it's going to, you know, head of Chase says it's going to be severe. Elon Musk, richest guy on the planet, said if they don't lower the interest rates, it's going to be severe. And they're not lowering interest rates. They're going to keep going with the interest rates. So, you know, smarter people than us are saying it's going to be ugly. So, now, should you be afraid? No. Get freaking excited because everything's going on sale. But you know, and on that note, pick your vehicle right now. If it's gonna be, you know, if you, how are you gonna capitalize on what's coming? Are you gonna invest in real estate? You're gonna do single family, go learn that immediately. If you're gonna, you know, learn a different asset class, go learn that immediately. Multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But but maybe you learn to buy businesses, learn to trade stocks, whatever it is, you got to get up to speed right now. Because if you're trying to learn in the thick of it, it's gonna be too late. Okay. But but as it relates to focus, which is what I was just talking about you know whatever you focus on is going to get bigger, both positive or negative. And if you're cut if you're locked into the news, the fake news, the crap they put out there, it's <laughs> going to get bigger and you're going to get stressed yeah. out. So you got to stand guard at your mind and, and 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 only bring in the good stuff okay and and you know I will tell you that uh, uh, you know I'll get questions sometimes how do I get out of student loan debt? And I say, wrong question. How do you mm. make so much money that debt's irrelevant? Right? That's the right question. Yeah. They asked, They asked Mother Teresa when she was alive, if she was anti-war. She said, "No, I'm pro-peace."
0: Yeah. That's
1: right. It. So it's 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 really your focus. And you know, I remember back in the day, I've I've I I, I counted my businesses a couple of years ago, and I was astounded that I've built twenty-seven businesses. You know. Um, You know, several were tens of millions of dollars. But when they fail, I don't call them a failure. I call them seminars. Okay. Like that was a $50 million (laughs) seminar. Well, like I said, out of those 27 businesses, several were tens of millions of dollars. Most were spectacular flaming seminars. Okay. They failed. (laughs) But like I said, we fail our way to success. But I will tell you, back in the day, I remember I had a couple of frozen yogurt shops in Denver. I had vending carts selling ice cream bars out on the 16th Street Mall in downtown Denver. I had a carpet cleaning business. I was doing real estate. and everything suffered, okay? And then I got rid of everything except the real estate and I bought 500 houses in that next run, okay? So, it's so important that because my focus was diluted and focus is so important. And I don't know about you but I'll be watching Netflix and I'll be scrolling on my social media, on my phone, on the boring parts. That yeah. kills your focus because you're making these micro decisions every split second. And, you know, like another thing is 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 decisions uh, you can get decision fatigue. If you ever see me speak, I'll always be in one of these ugly black v net T-shirts. In fact, pretty much all the time, unless my wife says you're not wearing one of those damn T-shirts if we're going out. And so, you know, it's, that's to avoid decision fatigue um, and brain fatigue. And um, so, focus is super critical. And I'll give you a, uh, another, just kind of a kind of an illuminating thing that I discovered so uh, you know I was bragging about my podcast having 15 million downloads super proud of that but you know I listen to two podcasts. I listen to Tim Ferris and I listen to Joe Rogan so I get both oh. sides of the aisle I get a little you know equality there and and Tim Ferris, he in interviews the best of the best in the world. Okay. The best athletes, the best act, you know, the NBA players, NFL players, Michael Phelps, the swimmer actors like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Foxx, Ed Norton, Hugh Jackman, billionaires like Ray Dalio, CEOs of the biggest companies in the world, Zuckerberg. And I started to hear a pattern in the, because he deconstructs their success. He kind of digs in and I started to hear a pattern. They almost all meditate. Hmm. What does meditation enhance? Focus, right? So yeah. f- so you know, focus is super critical. Um, and um, I just have a couple more here. What the next one is playing to your strengths
0: now well, can I, know- I say so? Let me say one thing yeah, about please. focus yeah, real quick because yeah. I think um, it's it's so critical. I have a relative, I won't say who it is, but is hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and just like can't see beyond, you know, how to get out of this debt. And the focus is all on the debt, right? It's not, I'm like, right. maybe why don't you focus the next five years how you can make $5 million? And that would be a totally that's different it. thing that would get you out of that. But as we it. get so myopically focused on the problem, we can't right. see beyond there. And no, so you're it. right. Yeah.
1: yeah, same with the news. I mean, if you get locked yeah. in, I mean, don't get me started on the politics. Oh, good God. I mean, I, I think my my blood pressure went up 20 points watching all that crap. And so, you know, but, but again, whatever you focus on gets bigger. And so as this economy gets ugly, there's going to be a lot of fear. But I'm going to tell you, remember Warren Buffett's famous quote, be, be fearful when others are greedy. Yeah. A lot of greed the last couple of years but the second half of that quote is be greedy when others are fearful and the fear is coming. So, you know, we'll talk about that a little more in a minute but um, but if you are interested in multifamily, can I mention my boot camp real quick? Yeah, please, it's, please. It's, a, it's a virtual boot camp. It's on January 21st and 22nd. And I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I will give your peeps an incredible deal. I don't sell anything there, so it's two days of training, nothing being sold, and I'll give you guys a code so you can come for forty-seven freaking dollars, okay? And I'll throw in my document library and my deal evaluator software. That was worth thousands, okay? So for forty-seven bucks, you can come learn multifamily for two day full days. I don't sell anything there. What you need to do is remember the name Bronson. This should be easy, okay? I'll I'll make that a code. I'll tell my team to make that the code for you to get that forty-seven dollar price. It'll be four hundred bucks as we get closer to the event. But you can come for forty-seven, and um, where you go to get that, you can go to Rod's Links as well. That 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 Rod's Links at the top is my bootcamp website. Just remember the code. Um, but, or you could go to multifamilybootcamp.com. It's there. Uh, but, but if you go to Rod's links, there's a bunch of free resources there and books and things you can download um, that are free um, as well. But again, Rod's links or text links to 72345- And then use the code Bronson to come for 47 bucks. And I go through every aspect of this business. I mean, from finding deals every way you can think of to evaluating them, due diligence, financing them, raising all the money you need for your deals, syndication, joint venture, property management, hiring a property manager, you you name it, everything, soup to nuts. Um, And I've never had a complaint. Other, well, that's a lie. Other than the breaks are too short, uh, I I, I do breaks every 50 every couple hours for 15 minutes, and trust me, they're harder on me than they're you because I got to try to eat and go to the bathroom and everything else, but uh, but yeah. Um, So, if you want to learn multifamily, get your butt there. Now, again, if that's not going to be your wheelhouse, then learn something because this could be the greatest transfer of wealth we see in our lifetimes. People are saying that, okay? Quite a few people, credible people. And so, even if it's minor, there's going to be a lot of opportunity. There's already opportunity. I had somebody contact me uh, today that has a 300-unit asset in Oh, I don't remember where it was. Uh, now, well, I'll tell you. Somebody in San Antonio had an asset that with bridge debt and their their um, monthly assessment that they had to pay the bridge lender went from eight thousand to eighty thousand. Okay, so there's a we passed on that deal. Another one guy just called me said their interest rate went from three to six percent, and they're dying. I mean, on a multi million mm-hmm. dollar asset, that is that is that's huge. Forget it's 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 uh, business threatening. Okay, and so there's going to be a lot of deals. So, but, but in every, you know, pretty much in every area, it's going to, businesses will be failing. There'll be opportunity to buy businesses, opportunities to buy different kinds of asset classes. I love multifamily. I think it's the safest and most, most secure and resilient asset class. I mean, you know, with the crash of 2008 eight nine, rents exceeded pre-crash levels in less than three years. That's how fast it bounced back. And when COVID right. hit, I thought there was going to be a big crash And And, you know, uh, retail, uh, shopping centers didn't get money. You know, office, uh, industrial didn't get money. We got money. I got hundreds of thousands of dollars in rent relief for their residents so so they'd have a place to live. And so, you know, again, very resilient asset class. But um, Yeah, Rod,
0: Rod, real quick. um, So what, uh, obviously, you know, your mind, your thought is that, yes, we're going to have a recession. It's going to be severe. There's a lot of experts that are saying as well. Uh, What is the, obviously, there's a mindset piece to that where it's being ready for that. Sure. Um, you someone that's like, we should have like 50 percent of our net worth in cash obviously there's no specific advice well, but are, are you are you having lots of cash or are you more kind of like saying from an active side I guess I'm kind of looking at this from a, well, passive on, a on the you know also. on the
1: passive side you better know who your operators are because there's going to be some deals that go south and people have invested in deals uh at d- definitely in the bridge debt spectrum if people got bridge debt that and so you know there was a time you could get bridge debt with no caps and I think that's what happened on that three percent to six percent example right. you know but even with a cap a two percent increase you know if, like it got a cap for 2%. That's a huge for freaking deal on a a deal to have a 2% increase in interest rates. It's huge. And so, you know, as a as a, if you're passive, you better know your operators. And I'm gonna tell you, even if you're passive, get your butt to my boot camp so you understand the fundamentals. So, you know, why would you give your hard-earned money to someone if you don't fully understand it? You know, I, I see this in the stock market. People give money to a stockbroker and they're they're a they're a glorified salesperson. They don't know what yeah. you know, they don't do the research, they don't know what the best deals are, they just know how to sell you. And so super important that you know you understand, but does that mean you sit in the sidelines? No because there's going to be phenomenal deals. Now if you want to be active, that's even better, I mean in my opinion, because you can, you know, put these deals together, but even passively, you better know what it is you're doing and 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 pay attention, you know, to the you know, by the way, I got another free resource. Um I don't know if it's on Rod's links or not, but it's a list of questions you should ask a general partner before you invest in a syndication. And if you if you want it, you can text GP questions to seven two three four five, because you know you want to ask all the right questions again. That's GP questions to seven two three four five, but um, but yeah, um, you know the next piece I want to mention especially if you want to be active in this business, is that you play to your strengths. You know, what you'll find in this multifamily real estate game is it's a team sport. And there's lots of different hats you can wear, lots of different areas that you can, you know, do this business, a lot of different pieces. Like, like for example, you maybe you're the one that finds the deals. You know, maybe you're the one that raises the money. Maybe you're the one that you know, that underwrites. You're, you're super analytical and you love spreadsheets. Uh, maybe you have got some construction experience or project management experience or management experience in general, and you do the asset management. So, there's just a lot of different hats you can wear. But here's the key. You got to play to your strengths. Don't Your strengths are your greatest assets. Don't try to maximize your weaknesses. Your success comes much faster if you're playing to your strengths. And I would tell you to I'll hire, align, or partner for your weaknesses. And, and, and you know, and when you love what you do, you never work another day in your life. And frankly, yeah. success, success is inevitable, right? And totally. so, you know, if you don't know what your strengths and weaknesses are, do a Myers-Briggs test or t- Anthony Robbins has his DISC profile, DISC. If you Google Anthony Robbins DISC profile, it's free. You can do an expanded version, but the free one's fantastic. And you'll be blown away by how accurate it is. But see, Here's the here's the important piece of this if you're playing to your strengths you're going to be passionate and to influence anybody you got to be passionate right I, mean, I hope you can right. feel my passion I freaking love this and <laughs> yeah. and and when you love what you do people see that and they want to be around it and so again to 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 influence a broker or a seller or an investor or anybody a kid if you bring passion you know you're going to influence them and and so uh, you know that passion also is the fuel okay and and when you when you're when you're passionate and you love what you do and you you're doing what juices inspires you you know it it minimizes or even eliminates fear and and breeds creativity and innovation as well so um yeah. you know your passion your
0: passion is contagious man you got a lot well, I can tell you no, it's
1: a, you know when you love what you do and you're playing to your strengths Now, yeah. again you got to be playing to your strengths cuz the strengths are what's going to breed that passion okay cuz you're loving it um don't want to pit miss this this next piece, and that is well, your. Let me let me, let
0: me let me one more okay. thing before we do that, because okay. team, I, I I didn't realize the truth of what you're saying when I started. I thought I had to do everything because I came from single family, where you kind of right. can do everything. Right. A lot of people a property do. Property manager, right. and you kind of do everything, but it is very much a team sport. And I think it's, even right. if, especially if you're a passive investor, because you're not doing the work, it's other people around you helping you, and that's right. also tax professionals and other people like that. But when I first started, Rod, I didn't know, uh, you know, my background was sales. I thought, okay, well, maybe. You know, I, could I raise money or could I find deals? I was I wanted to be a deal finder. But then right. I realized like I had ten years of sales experience, and that's just a very natural fit when it comes to uh, you know getting raising money and raising right. money. And so we've raised yeah. thirty million now in the last few years and able will quit my job, nice. which is great. but but I mean, how do you like when someone's getting started, um because I had all that information, I had the disk, I had all these other things that i I didn't really see it kind of right in front of me, what I should do. I kind of fell into it. But do you have any other to You kind of say, well, because well, I, like I, I could I could look at deals, yeah, I could find cool. deals, I could network with brokers, or I could be somebody well, who's working listen, with an investors and raising money. If,
1: if you're asking yourself this question, and you're listening or watching this, get your butt to my f- It's 47 <laughs> freaking dollars. And if you don't love it, I'll give you your money back. I don't mean like it. <laughs> I mean freaking love it. I'll give you your money back, okay? But I'm going to tell you, and, and I go through all the different hats you can wear in a, in great detail. But But really, again, at a high level, find the deals. by developing relationships with brokers or doing direct mail, find the money relationships with investors. Um, uh, uh, underwriting. You love spreadsheets. You're a mutant and love spreadsheets. I'm kidding, because <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. I, I listen. I can read a spreadsheet, but I don't love it at all. Yeah. But I'm just I'm teasing. And and and, and But but yeah that yeah that's a, that's a much needed thing. You know I'll tell you some of the best partnerships I see are an analytical person with an outgoing person. You know I I that's the most common dynamic I see in this business. And I've interviewed you know literally a few thousand people, some of the biggest in the industry. Um. And then that last piece is the asset management. You could have construction experience, project management experience, or just, just people management experience to handle, you know, that. And you're good with, you know, um, uh, staying on top of things. And, and, and so, but um, the, the piece I don't want to miss is the power of your peer group, okay? When I was losing everything, I was in Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership, okay? And it was about $120,000, $130,000 at the time. It's more than that now. And I was around people that were killing it through the crash. They were thriving. And they're like, 50 million, schmillion, get your butt up, you puss, and go make something happen. Now, in what's coming, do you want to be around people like that? Or the people that are crying in fear because the headlines are so ugly, right? So, right. and And see, most people default- for a, to a peer group of their people they went to school with or people they work with. And those people out of their own fears or limiting beliefs or, or fear of being rejected or, or fear of feeling like a failure if you succeed could hold you back. And sometimes it's family. You know, and 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 I'm gonna say love your family, but choose your freaking peers, right? And so so you want you want to be around people that'll hold you accountable, people that think what you think is hard is easy. You know, I started a mastermind myself for that very reason. I wanted to be around, it's the largest in the world, I think, for multifamily about 16 billion in assets in there. And I started it here at my compound in Florida, had 16 people come, about a billion in assets at the time, and it was just so incredible. You know, and just remember this, a rising tide lifts all ships. So you want to be around people that, that are doing this, that aren't afraid, you know, what's going on, that aren't, that want more out of life, people that'll hold you accountable. You know, again, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to play tennis, do you want to play somebody better than you or worse than you, right? Obviously yeah. better than you. That's how you get better.
0: There's so, that quote uh, by Jim Rohn, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And a lot of us, no we're not, question. we don't, we don't guard that. We don't realize that we're being affected. And it can be in every area of life. It could be in your area of your health. When I lost 30 pounds, I had to get around people mm-hmm. that you know, we're healthier. That we had healthy habits. When I wanted to mm-hmm. grow my wealth, I wanted to be the least smart person in the room, That's right. so I could learn the least wealthy person in the room. And so they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. So obviously, like a mastermind like yours or other mm-hmm. uh, where mm-hmm. you can get really in, uh, or even the Tony Robbins right. group is great. So
1: yeah, get um, get into get into a mastermind. Get even create your own if you have to. You know, because you know, if especially if you're going to do this business actively, you want you want to have people that look for reasons for you not to do a deal because sometimes the best deal is the one you don't do and you know yeah. especially in this in this period we're going into it's going to be incredible opportunity but it is not a time to be aggressive it is a time to be super conservative and and but i'm going to tell you the greatest transfer of wealth could be upon us and 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 exponential wealth is made in times like this and and yeah. so um, I have two more pieces I'd like to mention if you okay. if you'll humor sure. me. Okay. okay, the first is gratitude, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't I want you to remember this. D- everything you want in life you get through gratitude, okay? It's a foundational emotion. It's a it makes us stronger when we face adversity. Strengthens our immune system, lowers our blood pressure, makes our heart stronger. You know, brings us closer to our spirituality. It's impossible to be angry and grateful at the same time. It's possible to be fearful, impossible to be fearful or stressed and grateful at the same time but this is how you attract everything you want into your life. So, after you do your goals, you know, I would encourage you to do some prayer or manifesting. You know, I'll sit in this chair behind my green screen here. There's a recliner there. You can even see the, end, the edge of one of my vision boards uh, every morning, and I'll just do gratitude for the things that I have. My supermodel, beautiful wife, more beautiful on the inside than the outside, my, my, my kids, my foundation, my my coaching students, and and then I'll do gratitude for the things that I want as if I already have them. And sometimes I'll get emotional being grateful for things I don't even have yet. And I know I lost some of you analytical ones on that. But I'm going to tell you, ignore this at your peril. This is how I had $50 million to lose and how I got it back, okay? This stuff works. Mm. And, and the last story I want to share is, you know, I lived in Denver, And and when I was 18, I knew I wanted to live on the beach. And (laughs) obviously, there's no beach in Denver. So, I I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf. And 20 years later, I built this 10,000 square foot, $8 million mansion on the beach. I owned the beach on one side. And I had my boats on the backside. And that house, it was unthinkable when I was 18. And that's why I say when you do your goals, take the lid off your brain. Just imagine if you can, if you write it down, you can get it. There's nothing you can't do, be, or have. But I will tell you, I worked for that for 20 years. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. And I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was to, it was to prove the world I was good enough. And this house was magnificent. I had a giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. Like I said, it was Gulf to Bay. It was a slice through an island. So I had the beach on one side, boats on the back side. big spiral staircase up through the middle of the house, wine cellar, elevator. On the second floor, I had aquariums that I had custom built around the staircase that cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. So two months after I moved in, I'm looking up at this thing. It, the pool's changing colors. It's at night. My family's inside sleeping. And I got depressed. And I don't mean a little depressed. I mean, I was really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the toys, the Maserati, the Mercedes, and all the stupid crap that I thought was important. And when I look back on it, there were several things happening. And That's the last thing I want to share here is you know, first of all, you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't know what I was going to do next, right? So that was number one. Number two is it's never about the goals. You know, they say the happiest days of a boat owner's life, the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat, right? And, <laughs> and it's the truth. But you need those goals to create that burning desire to get you to off your butt to grind for a few years like most people won't so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. You need those goals. But it's never about the goals. Happiness comes from progress and growth. And if you do my goal setting workshop at Rod's links or come to my boot camp, that's the first thing we do at the boot camp because it's the most important. If you do that, you'll notice that uh, at the end, I do a weekly planning process. I teach you how to really eliminate the clutter and get super focused on your planning. And one of the pieces of that is to celebrate anything you did the previous week. I don't care how minor, because if you're acknowledging your progress and growth, you'll be happy. Even if you hit a wall or you have a delay or a setback, you'll still be happy if you're acknowledging your growth. But the big thing that was going on, Bronson, was I was totally focused on myself. Rod, Rod, Rod. Show the world I'm good enough. Show the world I matter. Blah, blah, blah. And that's the year I met Tony. I I, I went and bought some books because I wasn't going to go lay on a couch and dig into my past. And I believe in therapy now. I didn't back then. But anyway, I bought some books. One of them was a Tony book. And I'm like, man, this is good. So I went and saw him live. found out he fed families for the holidays And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. This is 22 years ago, almost 23 years ago now. And and so I called my brother. I said, bro, let's feed five families for Thanksgiving because I was going back to Denver um, for Thanksgiving. So he called his church and found five families that really needed help. And the third family changed my life. We, you know, We bought toys for their kids if they had kids, frozen turkey, just big boxes of food. And so we got to get up to this house. And this woman with five kids lived in this crappy one bedroom, it wasn't even a one bedroom because you had to walk through the bedroom to get to the kitchen with the bathroom off of it. And she comes out and she sees all the stuff on the porch and she starts crying. Her kids come out two of the older ones, start crying. I start crying and I'm freaking hooked. And like like you mentioned, when you introduced me. In the last 22 years, we have now fed 130,000 children. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local kids here. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for officers to keep in their vehicles if they encounter a child that's been traumatized. Now, I am not bragging. There's a reason I wanted to share this message, and that is we've been taught to achieve to be happy. Like, we can't be happy until we've reached a level of achievement, right? I'm gonna tell you, um, if you give back, you're happily achieving. Okay. And I know it's a play on words. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement's a science. If you want to learn multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. I'll give you the blueprint and the map. You just got to go do it. Okay. There's no secret sauce. You just have to go do it. Um, but but fulfillment is an art okay you've got to figure out what juices you for me it's kids maybe for you it's animals or the environment or the elderly whatever it is give back right now even if and you now you might be sitting there thinking yeah you have money you I'll do it when I have money no do it right now cuz the money mm. will come faster that's the way yeah. god or the universe works no. but you don't do it for that reason but do it right now because then you'll be fulfilled you know i've had billionaires on my podcast. I've had mega millionaires and I can tell if they're like I was back then because I can see it. I recognize it because it was me. You know, yeah, they're all about success, but about giving back, forget it. Um you know they've got an agenda that's never about giving back and uh, and I feel sad for them because yeah they may be successful financially but they're truly not fulfilled and happy. Anyway, yeah. I just me- wanted Re- to make sure I got no, that. That's great, everybody.
0: Rod. I really appreciate that. Well, I want to honor you Rod. I mean you obviously it's 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 contagious your energy, oh, thanks, your buddy. you know, your mindset and it's just you're the type of person that I want to be around and spend time with. Obviously I haven't been to Thank one of you. your boot camps yet. I'd love to go myself well, one day, but I encourage everybody to check it out at Thanks. rodslinks.com and use the code Bronson. You'll get a discount there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just want to say thank you for all that you add to the multifamily space. We've had you on a, on a panel. We're going to have some more panels in the future. And just love that you're just really helping better people's lives, both through the investing that we're doing, uh, the investors themselves, uh, the the communities themselves, as well as people that like myself that were able to leave our, our you know leave my job and be able to go and and live live a life of freedom. So thanks for all that. How can thing. people? Uh, you mentioned a bunch of ways, but uh, yeah. So 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 here's Rod's the here,
1: yeah here's the bottom line. I've got a ton of free resources at Rods links.com rods plural links plural.com or if you can't remember that just text the word links l-i-n-k-s to 72345 and we'll send you that domain but you know again even if you're passive why would you give your hard-earned money to someone unless you understand it come to my freaking boot camp it's 47 you can't even get a meal for that anymore and and you know I, i i i subscribe to the give so much that it, and because I know it comes back a hundredfold, a thousandfold, yeah. which is why I'm right. so successful because I give, give, give. And so, you know. Um, and I promise you, if you go to multi, you you go to the website that's on Rod's links for the bootcamp, but you go to the bottom, you will find hundreds—not exaggerating—hundreds of 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 social posts of people unsolicited just saying how incredible the event was. So, you know, check that out. But yeah, that's the best place, Rod's links, or and and my website, my I'm sorry, my podcast link is there as well. I hope you'll check it out. I do these clips every week called Own Your Power. They're motivational. They're with music. They're like five minutes. You give me five minutes a week, I will juice you, okay? And and I'm. <laughs> I'm super proud of those. There's well, hundreds of them there. So even if you're not interested in in investing, um, you know, in multifamily, come check out the podcast just for those on your power clips. Because again, in what's coming, it's so important for you to bring in the good stuff, keep the crap out. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot of fear and you can't suck into that. The peer group's going to be critical. Your focus is going to be critical. You're having your goals lined up. So you're focused on those instead of being fearful.
0: Awesome, Rod. Well, thanks so much for being here with our crew. We'll have to have you back again in the future. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Great to see you. Well, wow. Well, I took a ton of notes from this one. I love Rod Khalif. I love all things mindset because I realized that I didn't have a lot of changes significantly in my life for a number of years. And I realized what really changed it was just the mindset piece. If I believed that I could do something, um, then I would start to do it. I would show up in a, in a party and I would show up as the successful entrepreneur. I would show up as somebody who uh, you know was really successful, even though I wasn't successful at that point. He talked about the idea of gratitude, right? Being grateful before you have it, right? You can actually see yourself in there just by being grateful. And it's just such a great thing to do. So, so many takeaways I got. He talked a lot about uh, making a decision. You know, your, your destiny changes when you make decisions. Uh, your focus, if you focus on the things that you want, not on the things that you, avoiding things you don't want, it will dramatically impact you, right? If I focus on, I want to do this, I want to achieve this, I want to achieve wealth, I want to give things away, I want to be this type of person, that's who you will become. Uh, The idea of team, you got to have a good team around you, even if you're a passive investor, your peer group is vitally important. Uh, You know, who you're hanging out with, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, absolutely 100% true, and then what I shared about gratitude. And uh, anyway, just so much here that, he shared about, you know, really, you know, the idea of even when you fail uh, in any area, whether it's an investment, in life, in a relationship. Um, you know, for me, I got divorced, and that was that was a big, it felt like a big failure for me. But everything's a seminar, right? It was a big seminar. I learned a lot. Uh, when I lost seventy thousand dollars in one day on a, on an options trading strategy, when my net worth was two hundred k, that was a great seminar, right? So these these things in life that happen in our lives, they don't happen to us. They happen for us, and so. I encourage you to look when you look at your life, just realize the more risks and the bigger things that you take, you're going to have stuff that's going to be negative that's going to happen, but you will learn and grow from it if you make a decision to do that. So I encourage you to check out uh, Rod's uh, Rod's links is the website. He's got a bunch of stuff there. If you're interested in any one of his boot camps, you can check out, put in the code Bronson and we'll get you a discount there. But uh, thanks for taking the time to educate yourself here. If you have not joined our investment club, bronsonequity.com. Uh, slash join, uh, you're not hearing about these awesome deals that we're doing, not just in multifamily, but in other spaces, the, the ATM machine space, very much a cash flowing, a very high cash flowing space, probably the most predictable cash flowing investment I've seen. We've got some other stuff in the energy space coming up that's super exciting. So uh, jump into that and look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Mailbox Money. You've been listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast. For more free resources, articles, and videos, go to bronsonequity.com. There you can download your copy of the special report, The Single Best Investment Strategy During and After a Pandemic. None of the information shared here is an offer to buy a specific investment, and this is for educational purposes only. Consult your financial, legal, and tax professionals, and use your own common sense before making any investment decisions. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to tune in next time for more Mailbox Money.